What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Refocus Podcast. I'm your host, Peyton, and we are here to refocus our hearts and minds toward God. So part three of Unity, um, we're going to go over two more scriptures uh, that I had in this little teaching that I did um, a few years back. And the first one is, or the first scripture that we're going to go over is Matthew 18, 15. It says here, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained your brother. But if he does not listen, take one or two others along with you, that every charge may be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. Truly I say to you, whether you are bound on earth, what you bound on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So we see here that in the scripture in Matthew, Jesus is telling the disciples pretty much to settle matters without getting others involved um, right away. It, it selling matters without getting others involved keeps rumors and misunderstandings from multiplying and it also keeps conflict from spreading if you can squash a disagreement if you can if you can uh, tell somebody who's offended you that hey you've offended me and they say sorry and everything's good to go you know how much that would just lessen everything like it wouldn't be it wouldn't be so blown out of proportion you see things and you see, you see conflicts happen with people, or you see that some that pastor said something, you know, on the on the pulpit that offended somebody, or that somebody responded in a in a tone or in a way to, that somebody else was like, mm, I don't, you know, I don't appreciate how they how they came at me like that, or how they responded to to whatever I was saying or whatever I was doing, and we don't take enough time to talk about these things. I was talking about in a previous podcast how even in the Garden of Eden, uh, Eve did not ask God why. Why can't we eat from the from the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? Sometimes it's always sometimes it's good to approach somebody when you have something you know building up inside of you, especially something as as destructive as hurt or pain or some some sort of offense. Offense can really eat away at you. And so definitely God tells us to settle conflict amongst each other. Now, in the instance that, yeah, you try to talk to somebody and and express that, hey, you've offended me. Here's here's what happened. I didn't really appreciate this. And they're like, whatever about it. Then, yeah, you know, bringing bringing in other people to to help them see, like, look, this person isn't isn't cooperating i've expressed to them that i'm that that i was offended they've just continued to offend me they've just been whatever about it um you know and that that also kind of helps make you blameless and helps keep helps keep the truth in intact and not just be blown so out of proportion like oh well it's his word against mine no you brought you brought witnesses around to say hey this is the situation. I felt offended. This is what I'm saying. Look, this person is not willing to forgive or not willing to repent or not willing to apologize. This, you know, this is the situation. And for the most part, as as people, as mature people, we we should just 
be like that afterwards. We should just be like, okay, well, if you don't want to apologize, I'm letting you know I was offended. Please don't do it again. And you go about your business. But God gives a, God gives a very simple, practical, and effective way of learning how to deal with offenses. If somebody offends you, go talk to them. If somebody offends you, if somebody hurts you, approach them. Tell them how you feel. Then if they don't, if they don't listen to you, then bring bring about a few other people. Discuss it again. Bring it bring it up towards your pastor. Then if not, then sometimes in sometimes in some extreme cases, people need to be brought up in front of the church so they can repent. Um another uh, translation of this is that um, it, Jesus says, hand them over to the devil for they may be saved. Sometimes you do have to let that person go who's offended and offended and offended so much that there's no way that, that you can continue to allow them to offend you or to hurt you or to violate you um, and and you continue to you know have, be sane if you, you continue, you know, it's just straight unhealthy. Um, and that's when you have to exclude them. That's when you have to let them go, and let them and 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 move about your move about your way, and and uh, and continue on forth in healing um, on your way. You have to cut some people off. But um, a good way to remain in unity is to settle settle issues amongst each other. With a family, with a team of people, you're always gonna butt heads. You're always gonna have disagreements. You're always gonna have. Um, people <clears throat> that don't that don't always see eye to eye. But if you don't talk those things out, how can you how can you resolve those things? How can you maintain the unity that God has cre- that God has created? So definitely settle matters without getting others involved. It keeps rumors and misunderstandings from multiplying, and also keeps conflict from spreading. You ever seen people just start rumors? Well, I saw this person and I saw I heard him say this. So this must mean this. And next thing you know, it's spreading like wildfire. Oh, man, you know, you did you know, you did this. Next thing you know, you you come into church the next day and and everybody in the world is telling you, oh, so you're going to do this. And you're like, what are you talking about? I didn't even say that. I said I said, you know, I said I was just going to the grocery store. Not that I'm going to be a grocery store owner, you know, but there's there's this thing where Sometimes people misunderstand and then they go tell somebody else and they go tell somebody else and they go tell somebody else. It's the same thing, especially with conflict, with disagreements, with uh, offense. And sometimes those things can be taken out of proportion. You try to go go up to somebody and say, hey, you know, you offended me. And they're they react in, in an offended way. And then they go tell somebody else. Oh, well, I was offended by this person. You know what they did? Blah, blah, blah. You know, so God gives Jesus gives a really effective way to handle situations. Talk to that person, approach them immediately and and settle matters without getting up without without getting others involved because it keeps things it keeps things from spreading. But if need be, bring people in, bring bring mature people in. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Romans 12, 4, 4 and 5 is the next scripture that we have. Romans 12, I can get to it. For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ, and individually members of one another. 
having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. Let us use them. If prophecy in proportion to our faith. So remember that everybody in your team, everybody in your family, everybody in your group, everybody in your church, everybody in your job, everybody, everybody's important, especially when it comes to the Christian body, because we are literally the body of Christ. We are one in unity for the glory of God. No one is greater than the other. We talk, you know, it even says in the scripture, you know, what the eye can't, the eye can't move without the, without the legs, without the feet. The eye, the eye would get nothing but dust and, and dirt and grime into it, um, possibly even blinding the eye if it weren't for the eyelash and weren't for the eyelid. You know what I'm saying? The ear couldn't necessarily hear without the, without the bone in the ear. The fingers wouldn't be quite as effective without the nail. So there's, there's a reason for every little piece, whether it's not the one that always stands out, but, every, but everything works together. Real quick story. Um, don't see yourself as, any, as less than anyone else. I was, when I really started uh, first working out um, many years ago, I got a personal trainer um, for a few months. And the personal trainer was just showing me different techniques and different workouts to really... Uh, bulk me up in certain areas and so one of the one of my weak areas he discovered was my hips he said that my hips were just really weak I was trying to uh, do a leg press and whereas my legs were strong to press the weight I couldn't keep my posture the correct way that he wanted me to keep my posture to effectively work the muscles that I was using for the that I was doing in the leg press and he said, you see, how your, you see how your feet go outward instead of staying inward and straight? And he was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. He's like, that's because your hips are weak and you need to work those out. So he started showing me different hip, uh, different hip uh, uh, machines um, and the hip abductor and hip adductor um, machines. And he said, work the, incorporate these into your workout routine to strengthen your hips. And this will also help you um, better with core uh, workouts such as crunches and sit-ups and, and uh, bicycle, uh, bicycle sit-ups and, and, or bicep crunches and, and different core exercises like that because you're able to now um, stabilize yourself better with your hip. And so when I looked more into the hips, the hips are like a ball and a socket joint formed by the pelvic bone and the end of the femur bone. They're pretty strong and it takes a good deal of force to injure them. But a hip problem can can disguise itself as a knee, leg, shoulder pain, or foot problem. Because it because if the hip is not working functionally, is not working correctly, it puts strain on all the other muscles that are attached to it. And so when when talking about this with the hips, it's the same way with a team. If one person isn't pulling their weight, if one person isn't in agreement, if one person um, is slacking, is not doing things in excellence while everybody else is, it can put extra pressure, it can put extra stress on the on the other members of the team. And this can cause discord or this can cause disagreement, the butting of heads. This can cause people to resent other people um, in, in, within the team and can ultimately break a team. So you want to keep that unity. You want to understand that nobody is better than anybody else and that everybody is important to move forward. And that one person, if, if out of order, if out of sync, 
in the movement can hurt the rest of the team. And so just the way the hip, if the hip is out of sync, if the hip is injured, that it brings thing, it brings other things out of sync. It puts stress on other things, the knee, the leg, the foot, the thigh, the back. Because those extra muscles, those extra areas are now trying to uh, trying to pick up the slack for where the hip is injured and it's the same thing with the same thing with people with a team of people and so last but not least um one more scripture ephesians 4 16 and i'm gonna end with this so ephesians 4 16 says from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it's equipped when each part is working properly, it makes the body grow so it builds itself up in love. When we work together, we work properly. In order to grow as a team, we must love each other. And when we love each other, we show the world that Christ is real. Christ told the disciples, he, was, he said, he pretty much said, and I'm paraphrasing, that if that is the love that they show for one another that lets the world know that he is God, that he is real. And so when we work as a team, when we have that unity, when people see a team of people that come from all different backgrounds, all different races, and they're all in one accord, going in the same direction, having the same goal, and it's because God has put them together, People notice that. People in the world notice that. People in the church notice that because there's something special. There's a love that goes beyond understanding. There's a there's a peace and there's a bond um, between people between those those people that that people just can't put, quite put their finger on because it's like not necessarily that they all had something in common outside of Christ. So just understand we are the body. Understand the people in your church. Um, the, you know, the people in your youth group, the people, you know, on your praise and worship team, on your usher team, even the sound guys, the greeters, everybody in there is part of the same team. We're all one body and we all need to work together to be able to promote the gospel. And so I just want to leave off with that. Love one another, work together, understand that nobody's greater than the other. And understand everybody is valuable. So I hope you guys are refocused and encouraged and take that out to your work, to your school, to your family, to your church, wherever you may be going today. Peace.